everyone. My name is Fiona and I am, of course, one of your co-hosts for the DM's Book Club, a podcast where we talk about some Dungeons & Dragons and how we might implement it in our role-playing campaigns. So, we have done it. We have finally reached the end of Series 2, and I'm starting to make some plans for the upcoming third series. But to tide us over till then, I thought I would share with you a little something special. As you probably know from the other podcast I run, What Am I Rolling?, I am a massive fan of running one-shots. And as it's almost Halloween season, I thought I would just run a nice little horror one-shot for two of our semi-regular co-hosts, David and Sam. This one-shot, The House of Lament, comes from my favourite D&D sourcebook to date, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, which features everything both players and DMs need for running a horror-based campaign. As soon as I read it, I knew I had to run it for this podcast, and I'm so glad I did. You'll probably notice the audio quality changes every few episodes as we had to go from playing this one-shot in person to then online due to various work commitments. But if anything, it just goes to show that you can run any RPG, both in person and online, and it can still be fun. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy running it, and just to say thank you. Thanks to everyone who supported us during the last series. It really means the world to us, and we can't wait to see what the next series holds for us. So, without further ado, here is House of Lament. the story so far you have arrived in um well a bit of a pickle uh tobias and lyle you are sort of met at a crossroads where a mysterious stranger disappeared before your eyes and you were i would say you were drawn to these crossroads due to some cryptic messages before long and realizing that you were trapped in what has now been known as uh, the mists you arrived at a house which contained two twins the weathermay foxgroves jennifer and laurie who have been called to this house because uh, there's been some spooky goings ons and the families in <laughs> Uh, yes, that's exactly what they've come to do as an SNL sketch. Because um, um, a family in Borska had asked them to rid or find out what is going on here. And you have discovered quite a bit of the house through various dreams or the various hints dropped by Laurie after Jennifer's found a few bits and pieces. Is that part of this house, this manor house, was originally a fortress, a sort of big tower on the sides, uh, which belonged to the Silver family. And a long time ago, there was a demon warlord that came and claimed this fortress for their own. And the sort of last heir of the Silverers, Mara, had came back to claim what was rightfully hers, but at the last second was betrayed by her knights, who gave her up and gave her over to the demon lord. However, there was some sort of hint dropped that she made some sort of dark dealing, some sort of pact with something unknown and managed to defeat this demon lord in some sort of battle. Ever since sort of the sort of the quieting of the sort of house, uh, letters were sent to all these noble families that started uh, that were invited to the house to sort of celebrate the sort of return of Mara, only for them to go missing. And this was several hundred years ago. And the last known family that was in this house was the Halfcrests, whose portraits you have seen around the house. I think Tobias, you had seen what looked like a lady of the house in the conservatory, and both of you had seen what remained of Lord Halfcrest in the master bedroom. To pick us up, we you have been contacted by a spirit claiming to be Mara, uh, asking you several things to help her be put to rest. The first was to evict the chimney witch, which uh, we currently say is unsuccessful uh, for various reasons. The current uh, mission that's been given to you through the Ouija board is evict the leaper. And when asked last time where the leaper was, uh, she spelled out the word tower and when asked, how do we do this? There was a pause and the words that spelled out were, do your best. <laughs> <laughs> I love glass half full ghosts. 
other things to point out is that both of you have had experienced quite a few goings-ons in this house. Tobias, you've obviously been afflicted by strange dreams and little voices sort of tickling at the back of your head saying such soothing words. I'm giving you promises of everything you ever dreamed of if you just come down below. And for you, Lyle, well, your gift is a bit more of um, uh, more manifested itself in your armpit. A, <laughs> a sort of symbiotic being, formerly known as Brian. Brian. <laughs> Brian. Um, who was sort of gifted to you. Piece, Brian. <laughs> He's not the Messiah. <laughs> What was I saying? Uh, so yeah, so Brian was sort of gifted to you as part of you accepting a dark gift when you were sort of on death's door and being brought back to life. And Brian has made it incredibly clear to you, Lyle, that um, if you are being put into danger, Brian will do everything in his willpower to make sure he is not in danger. I think we finished. I seem to remember that the um, it was some sort of a premonition of this of the board going around saying he is coming. Yes. The demon lord And then the planchette Moved across to say yes And it hit the ground Running Spinning out of control Ending the seance there The lights Of the candles Are flickering slightly There is definitely As you sort of all breathe out As all of you Were holding your breath Whilst uh, partaking In the Ouija board Big clouds Of sort of like you know, Hot air Steaming up the room Realising how cold It has gotten The incense Burning Quite harshly All these different scents Going around And then a sudden crack As a log in the fire Breaks and continues to burn merrily. Uh, would be a very picturesque scene, except the shadows going onto the walls are sort of casting weird shapes upon to the paintings. And it always feels like when you look at these different family portraits of various ancient sort of Halcrest family members, they're all sort of looking down towards your table, towards you entirely. What would you like to do? And uh, Tobias, severely freaked out by the fact that the portrait's looking at him, and they just take a torch and just light the nearest one. <laughs> You go to do it and maybe gentle say, ah, no, 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 no. This is very old, this place. You see, if you do that, the whole parlor could go up. Please, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, um, I'm not I'm not sure that burning the, this place down is the worst idea. No, I, I honestly, I think, look, we'll, we'll sort this out. I, I can, I, I think we're getting somewhere. We're really, really connecting with this place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just, just two things. Now, I, I recently um, watched the, the hit stage play supernatural oh. and oh, yes and they say that the ghosts are always anchored to to a to a to a thing and oh. and that, that you know if if we destroy that then you know that'll that'll work That's and if we if we burnt the house to ash then that'll probably have done the job oh that does seem a bit overkill doesn't it what do you no. think laurie oh i've never heard of the, um, pish posh i can't be bothered with all the theater stuff uh, and supernatural as you call it oh, sounds like a one of the dreadful uh, dreadful pennies or penny dreadfuls <laughs> is, is that the one with the vampire hunters uh yeah, yes well they, they hunt a lot of things but the two brothers oh no not the one i'm thinking attractive young woman with blonde hair Oh, no, I don't know that one, but it's about a vampire hunter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Laurie leans over to you, like, oh, I believe you mean uh, Buffet, the vampire slayer. Oh, yeah. It's a weird name, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but I, I, I've got all her novels. <laughs> so is that a hard no on burning the place down? A hard no for now, I think. Um, look, I, I promise you once we're done here, we will take you to the nearest town and we'll get you home safely. And, and you'll be richly rewarded for all of your help, I promise. Yeah, that was going to be point two. Can we re renegotiate how much we're being paid? Because I have almost died a few times. Of course, of course. And um, what did we say last time? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My head is not for numbers. Was <laughs> Tobias, yes. knowing that it was about 25 gold, will go, I think we said 50 gold a night. <laughs> Make a deception check. Okay. <laughs> like in the like Natural in the theme, 20. Just... Oh. Natural 20. <laughs> I mean, that does sound pretty... We'll have to re... What do you think, Laurie? Uh, that, that pretty... I mean, there's some serious spooks here. I wouldn't be surprised if we asked for 100 at this point. Oh, no. Uh, 50, 50, yes, of course. We'll, we'll, we'll sort you out. 50, 50 apiece, that's not... A oh, no, no, it was 50. We, it, it should be more. Oh, I see. Oh, well, we'll renegotiate. We don't have that much honours just now. As, as we did say, uh, ghost hunting is not a profitable business because this is the first time we've actually sort, seen a ghost. <laughs> oh, Right, starting at fifty, but we'll renegotiate later. And I look at like uh, I look at like, I'm just go. 
<laughs> As you wink, Lyle attempts to wink back. She just blinks both eyes. <laughs> and from your armpit, you're like, oh, don't trust him. He's winking at you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they how, how can you see my armpit? <laughs> I know everything you know. I'm connected to you. Have you have you not seen that stage play called Venom? No, I hear it's middlingly average. Oh. What are you, Lyle? What are you doing? Um, nothing. Who are you what? talking to? Uh, just my imaginary friend. What, what are you oh, talking about? Oh, it's middling. Oh. It's got the amazing actor called Tom Hardy in it. <laughs> A tour de force. Oh, your imaginary friend Brian. Yes. I told a false, I say. Hello. <laughs> you know, I've got a couple of different uh, imaginary friends. Working in the shoe shop, it's very dull. You have to get by. So I've got, I've got Brian, and then there's Donald. And as I say, as Lyle says Donald, a guinea pig just hops over out of his shirt and onto his shoulder. Oh, hi, Donald. <laughs> Where the fuck were you keeping that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. Can you guys see Donald, guinea pig? Uh-huh. What does a guinea pig look like? What kind of guinea pig is it, Sam? Uh, white with brown and dark brown spots. Bit chubby. Yeah. Like it's, he hasn't when you... been on a wheel in a little while. <laughs> when it drops to the floor, there's a definite sort of like, not crunch, but definitely sort of a hit as it definitely hits the floorboard. But it, it's totally fine. It's buoyant <laughs> as a result. And it sort of like squeaks like, and looks up at you. Well, that's new. Okay, he's real now. That's fine. Now, if I can just apparate Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, it's not working. Well, this is better than nothing. I might just pick uh, up uh, Donald. Okay. Not, this not, is not Donald. Hi. Um, not that this hasn't been like really educational, but I, I have a vague memory of um, you know, the the ghost people saying that. He was coming. Oh yes. Maybe I don't that, think it's Donald. No, I think maybe that we should probably leave this room. You pick up Donald. Donald sort of looks at you like, <laughs> like big, big eyes, like puss in boots. Black pitiless eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I can die. I would eat eyes. Big chubby cheeks. The tower. You have passed it. You sort of looked at the, most of the rooms on the outskirts, except for one room, which then you can see leads on to what looks like the, the remains of the tower. Laurie's like, well, I've, we've not had a chance to look in there yet. Uh, well, I guess if that's where the, where the, the, where the leaper is, maybe, maybe we, should, we should go there. Or there are some, some stairs uh, upstairs. We could, we could go see more of the second floor. But uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I, I feel a bit of a tickle in my throat now after seeing uh, well, the Lord of the house. I don't, don't, don't want to feel ill. Yeah, and maybe, um, maybe, maybe we should all stay together this time. If he's coming, then I think splitting up is probably a bad idea. Makes sense. After you. Oh, 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 oh okay. <laughs> Jennifer, are you are you are you going are you going to come with us? I should be here because at least one of us needs to maintain the safe space here and make sure the sigils work and everything like that. So um, I, I will remain here and maybe I'll light a few more candles. This place is fucking lit, right? I've described this before as like there are candles yeah. everywhere. In fact, I think at the beginning of the last seance, she actually dimmed some of the candles that she'd been <laughs> carelessly plucking up. She was, no, 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 I think I should stay here just to make sure that this place is safe. Obviously, you're more than welcome to come back. Nothing can come through those doors uh, once you're in the safe space. Is she being a coward or nefarious in some manner? Ooh, make an insight check. Can I also make an insight Absolutely, check? you can both make an insight check. Absolutely. 12. 12? 14. 14. Um, she does seem very genuine to both of you. If anything, like, she's just exactly like the mirror of her brother, you mm. know, uh, very foppish, very sort of like, oh, that's terribly exciting, but also scary. Um, but it's genuine. Like, she does seem to know what she's on about, about making sure the room is protected. So it does seem genuine to you guys. Guess we better be off then. Uh, yeah, 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 I, I guess so. Um, all, all right, I'll, I'll leave the way. Um, so I draw my sword and shield and head out. <laughs> All right. I pick up Donald. Just for the record, I've cast Fine Familiar. Yes. <laughs> gathered, gathered. Okay, yeah. so looking at the map, again, you've come out of the, the sort of this room here at the front of the parlor. 
into mm. the foyer again. And yep. you've been through the door onto your left, which leads onto various sitting rooms, onto the music room where Tobias uh, cut their fingers, and onto the kitchen. And then the other co- corridor, which you so went through again, there's this conservatory and the two sitting rooms. But as you sort of lead onto that way, so going to your right, you notice that. There is the other door, which uh, you have not gone through. And on the top of it, so neatly signposted and labelled, it just says gallery in big sort of like artistic font. I would like to go into the gallery, please. Absolutely. And Laurie does join you as well. Laurie, who's sort of faithful, sort of like a lantern and also has like um, a short sword as well. As you're about to go in, uh, Lyle in your head is like, hey, hey, remember what I said. You keep yourself out of trouble. Otherwise, it's not just you that dies. It's both me and the guinea pig. Right. Now, I'll I'll do my best. Mm. Do your best. That's what she said. Do do your best with with what, Lyle? Just as a day-to-day principal as an apprentice trainee intern, uh, second-in-command shoe salesman. That's a very positive attitude. Uh, Okay. Yeah, take every day... One step at a time. From your armpit, you hear, ugh. <laughs> um, so you open the door to bias. <laughs> yeah. Moody landscapes and dour busts atop marble pedestals collect dust in this modest gallery. In an outclove to the east stands a larger-than-life onyx statue of a athlete wrestling monstrous disembodied tentacles. To the west, a wall made of black stone curves into this room, an arch opening into a darkened space beyond. So yeah, around this room, you can see uh, these sort of busts, so like the sort of the tops of shoulders and heads of various sort of statues. Each one of these sta- these sort of busts look, uh, <laughs> it's that sort of thing. You know, when you go into an art gallery and you can tell the artist has basically used themselves as the uh, inspiration for their stuff. It's the same face, but obviously with different features. So one, I guess, is supposed to be of a young boy, one of a sort of a, a voluptuous woman, uh, one of an older gentleman, but each each one having the same sort of imprinted face of, um, well, like a, like a resting bitch face, really. <laughs> Just sort of like smirking as if there's a sort of smell underneath their nose. The landscapes as well, very dour. There's nobody in the landscapes as well. All the other sort of uh, portraits and, and paintings of the house, you have seen people in them. Usually they have been family portraits or, or various relatives. Here they are just like you know, oil paintings and all that sort of, uh, again, art gallery-esque in this room. What would you like to do? Um, I mean, I guess proceed through towards the archway. Yeah. So, so you start to move through towards the archway. And as you sort of get there into the archway itself, the wind moans through the opened interior of this ancient tower attached to the manor. You can see stairs curving up from the floor to circle the dark granite walls and vanish into a chamber high above. It's about, I'd say, 10 feet it sort of goes up, and then you can see it, you can see it twirling up another 40 feet or so, so up to the next sort of level, as it were. You can tell almost immediately as you sort of enter, or, or I'll, be on, I'll be at the threshold, sorry, of this sort of archway, that the stone is different. And you notice that from the outside as well, that this sort of very imposing tower is almost sort of like the last remaining bit, and then this uh, sort of manor house was attached onto it. So you can instantly tell there is a difference here. Is there a banister on the stairs, like handrail? There is no banister or railing on the, the stairs themselves. They're about five feet across, so you'd have to go single file if you're going up the stairs. Then, unless uh, unless Lyle wants to do anything. No, I, I, I don't have any plans, really. Uh, Tobias is going to hold his shield in front of him and head up the stairs. Excellent. Uh, Laurie will go in between if that's what you folks wish. Yes, because I, I assume Lyle is forever at the back. So Tobias, Laurie and Lyle. Um, so you start to proceed up the stairs. How are you going up the stairs? Are you stealthy up the stairs, Tobias? Are you going quick? or what are you Yeah, I, I think I'm going to try and be sneaky. Excellent. So uh, I'm guessing Lyle will be the same. So do make for me uh, some stealth checks, my friends. I would honestly be surprised if Lyle wasn't trying to sneak everywhere. <laughs> you do your box thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've got a flat wide box over my head. I mean, you can try some, but you're not going to beat my roll. Probably not. That's a, that's a 10. And okay. a 2. And a 2. 
<laughs> That's really excellent Ooh. too. And let me just roll for Laurie. My whole idea of having familiar was that I'd be able to plop it on the handrail and make it run up the stairs so we could have a look before. <laughs> but it doesn't have a handrail. I, I love the idea that you plop him on the floor and then he can't get up the first step, so you have to pick him back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Useless. Uh, Laurie got eight, so that's... Yeah, so the highest was a 10. So you proceed up the stairs. Um, you're as careful as you can be. The actual stairs themselves are slick with sort of damp and, and dust. And actually, maybe, uh, Tobias, as you put your hand next to the wall, you can feel something sort of dripping down it. And you, you take your hand away and you notice that it is covered in sort of like a red-like substance, almost like the colour of rust. And you look back at the wall where your handprint was, which is now being slowly covered over again by what looks like dripping blood coming down the walls. You carry on proceeding as slowly as you can from that point. It is just freaking you out. You you take no damage or anything from that. Then you get to about 30 feet up, so you can start to see sort of like the last sort of curl of of the tower, and you see a chamber beyond... All three of you hear an almighty shriek, piercing, awful, as something wishes down in between the sort of the, the sort of open space where the um, where the stairs is, screeches past you as if something has fallen. You don't see anything; you just feel it. This sort of immense wind that like, pushes you down. Can everyone make for me a strength saving throw? Oh Nineteen. Success. That'll be a natural one. Oh, buddy. And uh, Laurie also doesn't make it with that roll. Tobias, you feel the scream and the sort of wind, it sort of pushes against you and you huddle yourself against the wall. Again, that horrible blood-like substance like sort of seeping into your clothing, but you are not pushed back. Both Lyle and Laurie are pushed back down the stairs. Again, just like sort of push back and you sort of fall a little bit. You take two points of bludgeoning damage as sort of you sort of fall slightly, not falling all the way down because you didn't fail it by much. Well, in natural one, didn't you? So you are prone on the stairs. So the screech goes past you and it sort of hits to the ground and goes. I have a quick look over to see what it is, if it's still moving. Uh, make a perception check. That is a eight. I can't see anything, even in this dark, like Laurie's lantern, like it's flickering slightly. So there are horrible shadows being cast on the walls. You can't see anything. As you look over, though, all of you hear another screech as something from the top starts to fall again straight towards you. Can you both think for me a strength saving um, throw again? Do I have time upon hearing the shriek to grab Lyle and push him back against the wall? Absolutely. You can do that. Okay. <laughs> Just because he's over the edge. Yes. I got uh, another natural one. <laughs> Mine was 13. 13 fail as well. But well, I'm going to use Primal Scream to give myself advantage. Yes, do it. <laughs> that is 12. 12 does not succeed. So you wow. both take two points of bludgeoning damage this time, and you sort of, again, force back against the wall. You, I think at that, thankfully for you, Tobias, you're grabbing Lyle at the last second, pulling him back. Laurie doesn't make it either. So again, you just sort of held back slightly, and Laurie's like, "Good gosh, oh, what is that, chaps?" I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that that's that that's the leaper. So I think we should. They're trying to keep us away, so we should probably go as because they're just gonna keep doing it. But uh, it, it, we, we must be. But but but, but how, do, how do we get rid of it? Like, we, we, surely we have to go to get up. Yeah, that's what I mean. We should try and move up there as quick as we can. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay. And instead of stealthing, I am just going to try and get up the stairs quickly. Okay. Is that what you're doing as well, Lyle? Yep. Cool. Um, just before you make the top of it, again, this time being, I'd say maybe about, again, maybe five feet, you can see sort of the uh, the top bit of this tower now, this is the, the sort of the chamber at the top, like a sort of a doorway going in. Again, but as you sort of get to that sort of final few steps, you just hear an almighty shriek. It's piercing in your ears this time. Make me another strength saving for both of you. Twenty-one, a success. Natural one. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Sam. <laughs> yeah, three uh, so far. That is ridiculous. And uh, Laurie does not make it as well. Uh, it's another two points of uh, budgeting damage as you again push back again, and it's awful this time. You know, it's like that's um, oh, what's is it? 
the Doppler effect, isn't it? I can't remember where the sound of the scream changes as depending on where it is. Um, but it's still horrible as if someone has thrown themselves off this tower and they head sort of almost straight down and then it presumably hits the ground and then silence as the echoes go. But you make it to the top. And there is a, a doorway that you sort of, again, all sort of rush yourselves into. Yeah, actually, no. So the stairway goes all the way up into the top of this room. So you sort of make it in. And uh, this sort of chamber at the top is completely empty, except for across the, the room, uh, there is sort of strewn sort of bits of suit of a crimson ringmail. It lies in the middle of a faded chalk outline of, of some sort of symbol on the floor. You can see there are sort of like etchings of sort of like raven feathers um, on the floor. And that's all you see up here. There's no window out. There's no other door or anything like that. You've reached the top and all you found is this uh, chain mail. So it's like armor. Mm-hmm. Ring mail, essentially. Can I equip it? <laughs> you certainly can if you want to. I do. Cool, yeah. Okay, so you now have ringmail, heavy armor. Armor class is now 14. We have disadvantage on stealth. That's fine. Yeah, and as you put it on, Lyle, you can see this as well. You can see, uh, as Tobias is putting it on, you can see the, the red, it sort of clicks into place as almost as if it was brand new. And as you're sort of dusting off the thing, there's no dents, there is no nothing in it as you sort of put it on. And you feel sort of empowered by it, Tobias. Like you feel, oh... Finally, actually, you probably take off all the cloaks that you got from those sitting rooms and those bedrooms that you were yeah. using as padding from before. You're like, Phew. yeah, <laughs> don't need them anymore. Oh yeah, I like a real knight now. I've got a shield. I've got some chainmail. I've got a sword. Yeah, you do, you do, and it fits. Looking good, buddy. It fits perfectly. Oh, I'd, I'd say the entire the entire trip hasn't been a wash after all. Yeah, I mean, you just put that straight yes, on. I did. Didn't yeah, you? I have an intelligence of nine. <laughs> Strange way to rate oneself. Okay. Uh, you're not worried that it might be cursed? Or I've gone off strange. At this point, Lyle, I, I just assume bad things are going to happen, so I might as well have some armour. Yeah, looking, right. looking at it as well, um, either of you can make a history check for me. Yeah. Natural 20. Oh, natural 29. Uh, so Tobias, looking at the armor itself, because you're like sort of admiring yourself at this point, it's almost yeah. like um, beautiful sort of like dark cherry color to the armor. Um, it's definitely ancient. It's not modern armor at all, but it fits. And it, as you can clank around the room, making sure that, that you know, you can walk the John Wayne walk, essentially, you know, you're looking pretty good. <laughs> Lyle, you're looking at the floor and you're looking at the symbol. And you, in the back of your head, you've seen, you've seen the symbol before. You can't picture where though. Somewhere recent, it's sort of the idea of birds and, and ravens. And you link it back to protection, cleansing, stifling, you know, that sort of like purifying a place. So whatever this mark here was, was to, was to sort of cleanse the area in some way. Right. So uh, I relay that this mark here is somehow intrinsically linked to um, this place. Laurie has a quick look as well. I'm cleansing Gosh, it. Gosh, it's a very pretty mark, I must say. Great chalk work. It looks like a raven, you say, that kind of... Or yeah. is it just the... Yeah, so it's, um, it looks like... Um, actually, because uh, I actually have it with me now, but... Um, no, I doesn't really have it, but you... Uh, sorry, I'll, sh I'll show you the, the Ouija board I would have brought. Um, Ooh. So you see, it's, it's sort of like, imagine those sort of the bits of the, the ravens on the top of the Ouija board there, are like all around, essentially. And then in the middle, it's like a many-pointed star with like a, a gem in the middle, essentially. The drawing itself is rudimentary, but it's very clear. Like it's almost like um, deliberate marks have been made. Like um, most of the work has gone into the ravens on the outside of it. Mm, interesting. Brian's like, hey, hey, it's all right. He's put the armor on. You don't need it. You got me. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't really do heavy things. No. Um, the ground near the sigil, mm -hmm. is there any... We saw this... Why am I doing the live voice now? We saw uh, a lot of this kind of red gunge coming down walls on the way Yes, here. you would have seen... Yeah, I think you would have seen as Tobias took his hand away from the wall, there's sort of the, the, the handprint and then the sort of the, the red stuff on his hand, yeah. Is there any of that in this room or dry? Oh, make, make a perception check. 
Oh, Tobias, you're awesome. sort of like going around going, yes, this feels oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at me. Or for Gaston moment, yeah. Yes. Go on, yes. Lyle. Lyle. Lyle fans himself. Um, he, he gets a 15. <laughs> 15. So you can't see any blood-like substance here, any dried or otherwise. You maybe popped out of the room briefly to look at the wall again. Nothing on the walls. Nothing at all. Mm. It's gone. Wonderful. So there's no sign of the leaper or anything like that. Whilst you're in the room, I would say, you do hear another screech, but because you're in the room, you're not affected by it. And it happens, because as you're putting the armor on over 10 minutes, it happens roughly once every 10 seconds. Jesus. And it's the same pitch. It's the same sort of like, it's the same screen over. It never dulls. Can I try and, like, using the sound of the screen, sort of pinpoint more where it's coming from? Uh, Sure. Like its source? Yeah, make a perception check. Natural 20. Oh, excellent work. So, Tobias, you take, again, whilst you're putting your armor on, you're properly intent on listening to it, and Lyle will get this as well uh, with the natural 20. I think you'd both be working on this. The scream originates literally outside of, essentially, uh, the stairway is like a corkscrew going up, and as it sort of gets up to the final bit, then you have the the chamber, so there's no door. I sort of made that up before. Um, On the ledge outside, it feels like whatever it is, steps off and falls from the highest point all the way to the lowest point. And it does that repeatedly over mm. and over and over, not stopping. It's a bit more of a horrific version than a Wilhelm scream. But yes, for the sake of this, it is definitely oh. a Wilhelm scream. Oh. Oh. Should we try and stop her from falling? Or, or, or is it something to do with this sigil we're supposed to do? I hope it's not something grim like we've got to sacrifice a goat or something. Well, you, we do have a guinea pig. Yeah, it's imaginary though, so I don't know if it works. Oh, oh, uh, uh, mm. um, okay, we could try and. But, but thanks for so quickly jumping to a conclusion that we would well, sacrifice my close personal imaginary friend. Donald, oh, you're welcome. Donald is on your shoulder, Lyle, and Tobias, as soon as you said it, Donald is staring at you, like, does not leave you. It's like, if it could do two fingers, it probably would. <laughs> Imagining the hamster from Bolt. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Is there any kind of magical hum coming off the sigil? Oh, make for me an arcana check. Or if you've got any spells that can do it, you can also have a look there too. 14. 14. It's definitely not like a glyph. You probably have seen glyphs before of warding and all that sort of thing. It is not active. You get the sense that whatever this was, was more of a... What's the word? It's like a non-magical way of purifying things. So, you know, when people make symbols of peace or, or, or of cleansing areas, so like closing the circle and all that sort of thing. That's what it feels like here. Whoever was in this space drew the symbol to purify the evil from this room uh, with the bits of uh, ring mail that were sort of everywhere on it. You do think that is connected to the ring mail because it seems most of the ring mail was connected in this thing. But at the same time, the sigil itself does not seem disturbed in any way. I certainly when Tobias picked up the first bit and started putting it on, there was no sense of it breaking, if you see what I mean. You, there's no magical hum or nothing like that. You would definitely get that. Right, I'm stumped. Let's... After you, Tobias. Uh, okay, and I'm going to go to the sort of source of the scream, and mm-hmm. if anyone appears, just try and grab them and pull them in. Interesting. You're holding your action to yeah. grab... To, if you see something, to grab it and pull it in. Yeah, anti-suicide watch. Okay. Uh, Lyle, what are you doing at this point? Keeping a safe distance. Yeah. (laughs) Laurie will also do the same, but Laurie will be helping with the light so that you can see out. And you can see pretty well this tower at this point. You can see that it is like 10 feet across and like 40 feet down and stuff. Tobias, as you're sort of there waiting, the scream happens, but you don't see anything as it drops. Can you make for me a strength saving throw? Ugh, five. Five. You are sort of pushed back into the room. You take two bludgeoning damage as the scream sort of whooshes back down. But you didn't no. see anything. Couldn't, couldn't see anything. Mm. Well, we can't just go down. A little bit of a loss. We were told to go here and do our best. And uh, chaps, chaps, and we can't see it. 
maybe, maybe we can try and make it see. Like, I, I didn't see anything with the light, but maybe we could, I don't know, stop it from going down, maybe throw something to see if it bounces back up. You mean just drag a bed to the bottom? I mean, anything. You've just left lots of cloaks on the floor. Maybe we're like a trampolini. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think there's maybe the best chance of me making it down there as quickly as I can and blasting the screams. So how about I'll grab the cloaks, sprint down the stairs, shove them all at the bottom. Oh, no, I meant like like a whole... You, you hold an end, I hold an end, Lyle holds an end. And we just stop it. I, I mean, I don't know. Oh, that could also work. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. We, we can't see where she's jumping from, can we? I, I, I couldn't see anything. All I heard was screaming. No, but we felt it. You know, sort of in the, in the middle, seemed like. Suddenly felt the gust of wind. If we can see her jumping, I think I can stop her. I couldn't see anything. Right, okay. Uh, what are you thinking, Lyle? Oh, I can trip her up. Before she jumps, she's like does some steps on a banana or something like that. Oh, I see. Well, like a like a uh, like an illusion of some sort. Almost, yeah. Okay. okay. But we don't know where she is, so let's let's go with the uh, plate plan. Sounds good. We just need to. Get no, no, no. But maybe if we can't see where she is, maybe we should just assume where she is and and throw stuff. Like uh, I mean, I could throw my sword at the at the air, like swash swash. I'm sure I could find like some crossbows or something. Let's let's try and catch her. Okay. I like, yeah. I like uh, Tobias's plan. Okay, well, it was technically my plan, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but Tobias made it sound. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. He did, he Beautiful. did. I mean, he, I mean, he looks amazing in that armor, so he's clearly in charge now. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Lionel? I was just staring at Tobias. <laughs> you're Lyle. I'm Laurie. Oh yeah. Lyle is crushing so hard he's forgotten his own name. <laughs> so what's the plan? What's the, so I'd say... Uh, we're going to get... Uh, okay, so um, with Lyle's help, uh, Tobias is going to sort of like tie some of the cloaks and stuff together, try and form them into an improvised like blanket of some kind. Yeah. And the three of us will spread out in the stairway and hold it. Yep, easy enough. Like, you, you take a couple of times to sort of realise that she, like, whatever this thing is, even though it's echoing all the way around, I think with that sort of, um, I think one of you had a natural 20 from before, that sort of, it, it is almost almost plummets down. So it's not like in the direct centre. It is definitely close to one of the walls. Um, so you sort of spread out and you hold it. You sort of rush out and do it. Are you holding any actions at all? Like I would say Tobias is just trying, you putting all his strength into holding this sheet. Putting all the weight in yeah. your back. None of it in your legs, all just all of it in your back. Like, you know, back against the wall, sheet taut. Laurie will do the same. So you rush out, you do that, and you count in your head. That's sort of 10 seconds. You sort of go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You feel something move through the cloak, and I need you both to make strength for athletics checks. That's one. Uh, dirty 20. Sam, is that four ones in a row? Yep. Get rid of that. Dice. Not in a row, but. That, but that's pretty <laughs> bad. Uh, an unnatural 20, a one is also in a. Okay, so two of you pass. Um, Tobias and Laurie hold strong. Lyle, you, you starts to slip from your fingers and you're, you're holding on, but you're moving towards the uh, the edge of the precipice as something tries to pull itself through this uh, these cloaks. And I think the way you'll see, I think Lyle, actually, you probably slip a little bit and fall a little bit under the cloak. So you can see a face appearing, sort of the impression of a face as it is clearly like tearing itself down, but it's struggling against the fabric. So you hold it strong and it stops. The screaming stops dead and the face retracts. And you all sort of like maybe look up at this point, the lantern from Laurie sort of you know, flickering and you can see something or almost sort of an outline of something just there. And it rushes straight towards Lyle. Uh, let's roll initiative. 
I got a 10. I also got a 10. Ooh, who has the highest text? Mine's plus zero. Mine's plus zero. It's a 10. So you can both go and you can choose on the same time, so that's fine. This creature. I don't like that eyebrow raise. That means we're fucked. (laughs) The fact that only one of us has died so far is frankly an achievement. Also, because we've ran away from every single fight. This is true. But going up the stairs, I've lost six HPs. (laughs) Of the 10 you had. (laughs) All right. Laurie reacts for seeing whatever it is uh, in front of him uh, going for Lyle. Oh, Lyle, stop. Don't. No. And will slash at it with his long sword. Commit two long sword attacks. So he will do that. He has to make two attacks. He does. Uh, he oh. hits on the first one. Bastard. Oh, natural one on the second one. So he, only, he sort of, he overstretches. It's like he, he slashes at this creature, goes through whatever it is. But like this, Again, you can see right through it, but there is definitely an outline of some sort. So he overstretches, does it, and he goes, oh gosh, oh, and moves backwards before plummeting to his death. He, uh, uh, and that is only... Sorry, Wait, Fiona. Plummeting what? to his death? No, he doesn't. Doesn't plummet to his death. Oh no! Oh. He, he moves back. He moves back. Sorry. Like that is an unfortunate natural one. That was a very. <laughs> you die. You deal um, with it so matter of factly. Yeah, yes. and then he plummets to his death. And then he dies. So he slices through the air at this creature, and you can see the sword go through the outline, like again, and it just reforms. And this creature again howls as it's going towards Lyle, but it is both of your turns. Tobias, Lyle, who is going first? What are your plans? I have a plan, if you don't mind, Sam. Go for it. Actually, wait, are you going to move? Because if you're going to... Mine involves standing next to you. It would get an opportunity attack, so I didn't Lyle realize probably it... on the floor, terrified. Okay, then I will use my full movement or as much of it as it needs to go and stand beside Lyle. Yep, easy enough. I will use my action to okay. attack. Yep. Hopefully this does some. Nope, that's a seven. Seven doesn't hit. You sort of, again, you sort of get to the front and then you sort of wave out at this creature, but again, you you, you blink and it's not there. And then you blink and it reappears. It's sort of weird shaped outline, almost um, predator style. You can sort of see it. It's sort of a haze sort of thing. Can I use my bonus action to shove the creature but i kind of want to and tell me if i can't do this but i kind of want to sort of like hit it side on to see if i can bash it so i am between it and lyle read out the whole thing because i don't i can't i think you can it's, shove it. it's literally just bonus action make an attack roll to shove a creature five feet do it why not go for it okay it's, there's nothing in on, on a stat box saying you can't That's be shoved five no you don't shove it <laughs> Again, you do the same thing that Laurie does. You sort of step, try to step in front of Lyle to be like, Duh! and then you, again, just the, you suddenly realise that sort of horrible vertigo moment. You're like, whoa, and so you back away from the edge. Um, this creature, and again, just not hitting this creature at all. Damn it. Lyle, it's your go. Semi-terrified and backing away slightly. Yeah. Squirt out grease. Um, <laughs> as... <laughs> Sorry, Fiona. Okay. <laughs> As this torrent of grease squirts over the ghost from my outstretched hand. Um, and what I cast I... grease. So what can it is it a dexterity saving throw? Oh, okay. Ooh. That is a seven. It falls prone. Oh, it doesn't fall prone. It's immune oh, to prone. Oh, is it immune to prone? I, well, I'll let you take that back. I'll let you take that back because I didn't know that was the thing. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What, what else could you do? I could do a burning hands. That could do it, yeah. You, yeah, you go, you go to squirt, hands. and you go, wait, <laughs> like a like a hairspray type thing with <laughs> a candle. Uh, well, that's also a dexterity saving. Well, we'll take the set. We'll take the same. So that is a seven. Okay, in which case I will do that damage. Oh, not bad, not bad. Oh, 16 points of fire damage. Whoa! Holy shit! Nice. That wow. It's half grease, half fire. It's like yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I, I assume the grease just makes it extra flammable. As well. that was, oh, that was an amazing set, set of dodge. Was, yeah. So as you five, just five, sort six. of, you just go again. This whole creature lights up, and you can see encased in the flame, but you can still see through it. Almost that weird sort of, um, as if it's made out of gelatin. 
in a way, as horrible screaming faces, sort of distorted chin, screaming in agony. And the flames sort of pass through, but it does catch and it carries on. It's still there, still up, but you did do a lot of damage to it, Sam. Nice. It's now the Leapers go. The Leapers not very happy. It's screening towards Lyle. And at the last second, it turns towards Tobias, catching the sort of the light, catching on his now red ring mail. Um, (laughs) And you can feel you starting to move towards the edge as if something is pushing you towards the edge. Can you make for me a strength check opposed by my charisma check? Oh man, I have no charisma. That seems like a baller move. 14. It got a 16. You feel yourself being sort of hurtled towards towards the edge, smashing, going across check. the edge. Hmm? Check or saving throw. Strength check. 14. Yeah. Could you get pushed. Do anything? Like what, would you, what would you do? Try and grab hold. There's no banisters, are there? No banisters. No, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's, it's okay. Been an honor. No, it's okay. You get thrown, Tobias. You, get, you feel yourself going over the edge of the hole, not going down into it. You get smashed into the other side of the wall. So maybe another like 10 feet away from these guys on the ground, but you hit hard and you feel again, that grease that they're all over you. The armor taking much other damage, but you do take not that much, annoyingly. Oh, I'm sorry it annoys you, Fiona. <laughs> Seven bludgeoning damage as you hit into the other side of all like and you can feel like a crunch as the armor you know saves you from that impact but you can hear again that in your like whatever pushed you almost in your ear it's screaming intensifying it is not happy at all it's now directing its, its sort of attacks at you top of the round laurie is like oh gosh tobias no <laughs> and it's sort of like <gasps> And tries to do two uh, long sword attacks against the creature. Fuck's sake, that's that's a five. There we go, a twenty-one. Hooray! Again, you can see that the outline of it is almost like still fizzing slightly from the the flames, as it were. And it's, it's seeing a better look at it now. And again, maybe not looking properly where he's going. So he misses on one attack, and then the other sort of slices up again through the creature. Again, this sort of weird sort of like waved gelatin-like sort of thing going through it, making an impact, but not as much as he thought. This creature again turning around, <laughs> screaming, echoing all the way around this chamber. Uh, Tobias and Lyle, it is your joint turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I will pick my peel myself off the wall and use that fresh anger and how heroic I look in my new armor to uh, just attack the thing. Uh, it's come right at me, hasn't it? Yeah, it's right in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm just going to turn around and slash at it. Do it. That is a 14 to hit. Hits. Great. Ugh, three points of damage. What kind of damage? Slashing damage, yes? Yeah, so I'm assuming it's halved. Unfortunately. Yeah. It still made a hit, though, which is a point. Um, so yeah, you slash into it, and then again, this face, it reforms, but seeing almost like gelatin-like, sort of like a water S type feeling. There is something there, but as you sort of strike through it, it is just... It's just all in your face, and it is your your heart is beating in your chest. Or you can almost feel it hitting against your ring belt over and over and over again. Lyle, it's your go. Have I got a bit of distance between me and it? Or yeah, yeah. It, it was going for yeah. you, and then it has taken Tobias onto the other side, so it is opposite you now. I think burning hands might be a bit too danger close now, so I'm going to cast firebolt. Nice, do it. And. That is nice. a 20 to hit. 20 hits. The natural 20. Dirty. No, no. Dirty. Oh. Dirty. Dirty. Uh, Dirty. Seven, six. That's a 90. Nine. Nine. 99? <laughs> points of fire damage. Nine points, nine of, fire points damage. of fire damage. Very cool. That is very good. Again, you... Lala is just screaming consistently throughout the whole... <laughs> yeah, you're just like... Ah! And I think, like, Donald on your shoulders also going... Ah! <laughs> this creature is... It's also engulfed in flame. <laughs> it's barely hanging on, though, unfortunately. Uh, it's now its turn. It is going to... Let me see. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to go towards Laurie. And it's going to do the exact same thing. You see Laurie starting to slip down the stairs, like almost as if he's been dragged towards the edge. So he's going to make a strength check. 
Not good. That's the second two he's rolled tonight uh, against the creature. Jesus. Oh. Yes, the creature wizard. Laurie gets thrown across the other side of the room again, hitting uh, the side of the wall. He takes quite a bit of damage because that was a bit further down. Uh, and that's it. He's sort of sprawled prone on the ground as a result. Um, he spends his turn getting up and he's like, uh, chaps, chaps, I don't think I can get the, up there in time. Can, can you sort it? Uh, it's now uh, Tobias and Lyle's go. What would you guys like to do? Uh, well, I'm right in its face, aren't I? Yeah. Uh, Sam, do you mind if I go first? Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. We'll keep cool. Uh, then uh, I will simply just try and attack it. Do it. Uh, oh, it's a natural one. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Yeah, you, you, you try and seize upon this moment as you see it sort of turning towards Laurie and throwing it. You see it the way it throws. Laurie almost like grabs him like um like a lasso and throws him across the thing. And you see sort of the spool of his arm coming back in, and you try again, and it just dodges out of the way, going back, looking straight at you. Um, is there anything else you'd like uh, to do? Trying a bonus action to uh, shove him, shove it. Yeah, absolutely. Do it. 15. 15 hits. So you shoved it back five. Right. So you shove yeah. it back shoved from you. back five feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it looks like it's, and it looks like it's going after Laurie next, not Lyle. Yes. I don't know, but Lyle's taken a lot more hits, hasn't he? Um, I'm doing okay. I will run ready to defend him. All right. No worries. Lyle, it's your go. Uh, Firebolt. Do it. That is a 22 to hit. Whoever Holy these rolls f- earlier. Whoa, you hit. A whopping two fire damage. Two fire damage. How do you kill this creature? No. <laughs> With one hand covering Brian's mouth to stop him from protesting from how badass Lyle is being. The shoehorn in his other hand hands it out, this huge... Flaming Bolt flies towards the ghost as Lyle screams, Get away from my knight in bedraggled, slightly old-looking crimson red armour. <laughs> Amazing. So this sort of firebolt sort of rushes forward and then it just hits the creature in its chest and it, it implodes from the inside as a result. And the whole thing's... And this horrible screeching wail echoes round the chamber and echoes and dies away the cloaks and stuff at this point uh, just sort of been onto one side sort of fall flop down the 30 40 feet to the ground and hit was sort of a sickening wet slap on the floor and sort of sort of reminding you that any of you could have fallen down at any point <laughs> and there is silence you have defeated the lurker uh, the lurper no the you've defeated <laughs> damn it Ah, you defeated. You defeated the leaper. There you go. Thank you so much for listening. You can come find me and pretty much every other co-host we've had on the show at What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, available on the What Am I Rolling website and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm hopefully going to start up our own official Discord for both What Am I Rolling and DM's Book Club soon, along with a Patreon, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Thanks again. Speak soon. Bye!